Don't worry, Jake. It's only the rest of your life. Are you trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curve? We're not going to let it fester with him this time. Welcome to the Brackish Podcast. We are your hosts, Knock and Cliff. And we are here to tell you some great stories about New Orleans and South Louisiana. And uh, we bring it to you from the great city of New Orleans itself, right off of. In the heart of. In the heart of, off of Esplanade. It's Bourbon Street. Esplanade. And Bayou St. John. And Bayou St. John. So that's where we are right now. It's hot out here, and uh, we're ready to get right to it this time. We've been telling you about some stories before. Pepe. Uh, Jacques Saint Germain or the Count Saint Germain uh, but now you've heard me tell those stories what happens is uh, we research the stories one of us and then the other one tells the story to the other guy and then they uh, react to that story uh, the first two times I brought you this knocked did, but uh, we're gonna flip the script and Cliff is gonna bring you the story this time now it's Cliff's turn Cliff's turn but don't worry, it won't be in Cliff's notes. <laughs> that, uh, I couldn't see that coming. All right. I walked right into Today, that. Okay. Who are, we, who are we talking about? We're going to talk about the Axeman. The Axeman. We don't know his name. So. Best, bet, let's, let's talk about best. See that? That's what happens if you're on uh, the street. Big live action doucher with the ninja bike. Ooh, I did like it, though. Oh, he will. Of, he probably will come. He'll back. come back. Okay, well, he's, that's good. I think he's gonna come back at just the right time when you're telling the yeah, story. Yeah. The only reason he's coming back is because we put our logo on the back of his motorbike so he can run up and down Esplanade. Oh, okay, good. The yeah. Brockish podcast yeah. logos. We some, have those out there. Some people use planes. We use motorbikes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's go back. <laughs> Axeman. Seriously, X-Men. that sounds like the greatest villain name ever. It sounds. It, it's really good. This Because you know it's not going to be like a clean time. No, this, it's not based off of the body wash. It's not. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So He doesn't smell good. He does kill not you with smell kindness. good. Yes. No, okay. So this was around, it's a very short timeline, actually. This is about 1918 to 1919. Okay. Very quick. So what's happening around that time? So around that time... World War, World War One was ending, yes. or close to ending. I think okay. it ended in 1919. And so the yeah, so, so the 20s are about to like yeah, roaring New, 20s fixing to happen. Boardwalk Empire. So New Orleans is like the place to be, right? Like Canal Street was banging back in the day. Like people dressed up in like their flyest clothes to go to Canal Street. Sunday best, but they wore it on Saturday night. Absolutely. Okay. So also notable people. Nelson Mandela was born in 1918. Okay. So that's. He created the mandolin. (laughs) Right? That's totally. Okay. Well, what about Sam Walton? Okay. Wallpaper. Oh, Walt. No, not Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then Mr. Friggin' Baseball himself, Ted Williams, was born in the year 1918. Just to give you an idea, this was over 100 years ago. Right. This is yeah, uh, yeah. Right at and the year mark. Yeah. The pirates of the Caribbean were just ravaging everyone at that time. Really? Yeah. Jack Sparrow was just out, <laughs> taking on everyone in the Caribbean. <laughs> was that the time that that was supposed to be? Too? I have no idea. Yeah. Sorry. Gosh. <laughs> I was hoping you were like, yes, that's when they started. For the sake the rum of the trade. story, that's when the rum started flowing. And the Black Pearl was on the seas of the Caribbean. No. All right, so back to the Axeman. I've read somewhere, because everything's true online, that there were actually murders in 1911, 1912. There were people shot. So after all this stuff happened in 1918, 1919, they were trying to link Axeman to that. Like that was his first serial killing like debut and then he took a hiatus of six years six seven years but after the police tried to pin it on him they couldn't what there was a no terrible evidence. theory i know right what an awful like hey, let's pin the axe murders on a shooting right you can see the cops like wait guys wait guys remember those ones from 1912 11 we could totally shift it on this dude and when you listen to the story you're gonna hear some shady stuff about the police picking and choosing who they think 
might suspects be the X Yeah, right. So, ask yourself this question: Was the X Man one guy, or were the crimes committed by multiple people? Either way, the murders in New Orleans from 1918 to 1919 were no accident. Dun, dun, dun. Dude, that was good. Very nice. Thanks. I wrote that today. All right, so let's get into the story. Or do you want to go to commercial first? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it, man. We got to get into it. So he became known as the Axeman in New Orleans, and... How it came to be was that he broke into a series of Italian groceries, or grocers, stores. He basically just broke into, yeah, they have little small stores. like. But our, it had to be Italian. It had, this is, I don't know what it was, kind of like, we're, we're down the street from Terranova's right now. Small little store, neighborhood store, that's they, what, that were his targets. Okay, so neighborhood stores or Italian markets? An Italian neighborhood groceries. Wow, what if he just really loved pasta? <laughs> Maybe he did. I love he it, the would, sauce. Yeah. Hey, I got bagul. You know, that's what he... <laughs> um, so, it's May 23rd, 1918. At the corner of Upper Line and Magnolia Streets. So we're uptown. So we are uptown. We're about to touchdown. An Italian grocer and his wife were sleeping in their apartment. So they lived above... Right there. The grocery. Or in the back. It doesn't really specify, but that's kind of how they were found with their throats cut and their heads bashed in with an axe. Also, the police found bloody clothes of the murderer. So this guy murdered these people and then changed clothes. Took his clothes off and left Took his clothes off, just left. I mean, forensics back then. Yeah, it didn't matter. Blood didn't matter. They couldn't find... DNA tests were terrible back then. Right. If they even had. I don't even think they had. No, they didn't. And get this. They didn't even know what DNA was. They had no idea. Nothing was stolen. No wonder they tried to pin... I know, right. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing was stolen. Okay. Not pasta. No pasta. No No tortellinis. Okay. No gabagool. Anyway, so... They found a razor at the scene. The razor was from the victim's brother's barbershop. The victim's brother's bar. So did they go look at the victim's brother? So they questioned the brother. Okay. And he didn't have a clue. But one of his workers said, oh, yeah, I took the razor out of the shop to go to my house and um, sharpen it. Like, he needed something out. There wasn't something at the shop. Right. So, he took it back. Somehow, that was taken, which means Axeman must have followed, like, been watching the guy, knew that he basically could use something that wouldn't pin him on the murder. Oh, That's so he's how, like, he's like dude's a pretty good, clever. good criminal doing his homework. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Terrible. Anyway, so, near the, sh- near the home, there was a message written in chalk on the sidewalk. It said, Mrs... So and so will sit up tonight. Just write Mrs. Tony. We don't have any clue who Mrs. Tony is. We know that the Mrs. was slashed on the floor of their apartment. So he wrote her name? Yeah. He oh, wrote wow. Mrs. You, you don't want people to, you know. So they it was, so the investigators thought, man, maybe it was somebody close to the family. Right. So they investigated a bunch of people. But they were all released after lack of evidence. Crazy. What, this is right. a smart what, guy. Yeah, what evidence do you have back then? I mean, you had a razor. Oh, and by the way. No fingerprints. The ax, No fingerprints, but the axe. Because back then, uh, I guess a lot of people, old houses, if you got in trouble, especially flooding in New Orleans, that everyone had an axe in their house mm-hmm. to get out. So it was their axe that he used to murder them. To kill him. Yeah, axe man so the is a sm- axes that people use to get out of their attics when it floods. I assume that's what it's for. Is what he was killing people with? Yes. This can't. Get or him. I assume if they had a fire back then, they used the axe to get out the house, like right. chop their way up. For some reason, the door was yeah, yeah. He used their own weapons against them. Guy can't get more New Orleans. <sighs> this is good stuff. This is good stuff. All right. So what else? I mean, all right. So they question everybody and, oh, we didn't see anything. You get to go home. Yeah. Okay. 
So. So obviously it doesn't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Mm. One month later, June 27, 1918, at the corner of Dorgenois and La Harpe. This is kind of getting the theme. We got an Italian grocery on a corner. Yeah. The guy and his mistress. The owner of the grocery and his mistress, wifey, wasn't there. They lived in the back of the store. So one of the guys who was delivering that morning noticed that when he came there, the store wasn't open. Usually it's open when he gets there. He goes in, this guy and his mistress lying on the floor in a pool of blood. The guy had been struck with an axe above his right temple, and the woman was hacked over her left ear. And she so, died too, right? No, even, even though they were injured, they were still alive. Once again, people were questioned, but everyone was released. So the police are kind of, I think, questioning anybody who knew the grocers, like who had access. I'm sure the delivery man got questioned as well. Right. So after the attack, Maybe he, like, hates oh. all pasta. That's his thing. Like, yeah, maybe he just hates Italians. <laughs> like, this is a I can't stand lasagna. Yeah. My mother shoved it down my throat for years. Yeah. Gotta all hate right, them. All right, all right. But, wow, okay. Wow, wow. I know. So, the woman, she had that bad injury on her left side of her face. She was in surgery to correct that. Okay. And she died from those injuries, even after the surgery. I think there were complications from the surgery she passed on. Yeah, she, yeah, that was a tough time back then. Uh, infections, you know, mosquito bites, malaria. STDs from mistresses. Chlamydia again, it could always Jeez. get us. 1918. Mrs. Biff is quietly in the background. She's, Mrs. Biff is adding to this podcast quietly in the background. She's sitting on the porch as well listening with us uh but she doesn't want to chime yeah, in yeah she's trying to google the story and it's anyway but oh yeah but complications due to Boom. the surgery dunzo she's, she's out. out what about the but before she passed okay she said that her man sugar daddy whatever you want to call him it was him who attacked her and then smashed his own head yes and he was charged with murder and he served nine months in jail before they had a trial and he was acquitted. Oh, whoa. Okay. So, so, they, so the police, this is what I'm getting back to, the, the, the kind of shady police work that was done on this. The first, two, the first one, they're, well, actually the first two, this is the second one. They're just questioning people around and they're like, ah, you know, we can't find enough evidence. It's kind of like, are you trying to, are you trying hard enough or, you know, are you really looking? Or are you just trying to make it look like you're doing your job? Like, oh yeah, we questioned, but it didn't happen. And all of a sudden this woman comes out with uh, a man who has got his head bashed in and she said, oh, it was him. He hit me first and then he hit his own head and tried to, basically, I, I assume she was saying he tried to commit suicide. So you think that she lied or they lied about what she said? Somebody told me. Oh, I think they they didn't care. They it wasn't a lie. They thought it was the truth. That was the only thing they had. That's what I'm saying. They, like a, the but police do, work in this was right, so. But do you think the police lied about what she said because they she already died? Oh, well, that's a that's one of that's a con, Ooh, okay. It's a theory. All right, all right. Bring your theories. All right. Okay, is this where we should? Yeah, if you want to go to a break. Yeah, we I mean, go this to is our break. first paid uh, commercial. So. You know, if it sounds like it was recorded inside of a car, it might have been, okay? <laughs> if it sounds like it might be from someone you know, it might have been. It we'll be back in a little bit with the Brackish Podcast. The Wraith, now playing on Amazon Prime. Want to see Charlie Sheen before AIDS, drugs, and alcohol? Well, Wraith is your movie. Get the fuck out of here, said my sister. You're fucking kidding me. Is that movie actually being streamed right now? Said my brother. It's 1985 in a small western town. Charlie Sheen is a ghost spirit, seeking revenge for his own murder. A bunch of thugs sliced him up while he was tagging his girlfriend. Seriously, like penetrating his girlfriend and get stabbed in the back. Fucking sucks, bro. But what doesn't suck? is Charlie Sheen coming back as a spiritual being with a new face and a badass car. Mm, that car.
was beautiful. However, it's not all beautiful things. In the Wraith, a young Clint Howard. Yeah, you heard me. Ron Howard's little brother when he was 18. What a fucking mess. That guy looked like an eggplant with eyeballs. Well, anyway, he's in the Wraith as well. So is Randy Quaid as the sheriff. Yeah, Sheriff Quaid. You know that town's fucked up. It's America's version of Mad Max if it had sex with E.T. Phone Bone. The Wraith, now playing on Amazon Prime. All right, so what do you think about our paid advertising? It was delicious. I drank it all up. Are you going to watch that movie on Amazon Prime Absolutely. Ugh. It's called The Wraith. With a W first. Yeah, so spell it. Spell it for the people. W-R-A-I-T-H. Wraith. Wraith. Yeah. He's a wraithist. <laughs> well, we've known that about Charlie for several years already. Yes, we have. We've known he's a wraithist. All right, so let's pick it back up. Axeman, uh, she just died. What happened? So she died at Charity Hospital. And she accused my boy of being a German spy, and it, there was a lot of stuff. We we can go into it at the end. Basically, that's why he was after she said, "Oh, he's a he's a German spy. He came in all this stuff." Like the police did some research, and they kind of concluded that, "Oh, he came here from such and such, and he is a German spy," which is really weird. Like I'm telling you, the police. But I thought he owned an Italian... Oh, look, I'm just telling you. He owned an Italian bodega. That's what I'm telling you. The, the police <laughs> in this case are just... They're not doing work. They're listening to other people. Okay, okay, okay. But at that time... Thank you, you RTA, for that city yeah. bus nastiness that just passed by. Yeah. So. Okay. Next one. All right. That's it. They're... So they question everybody and everybody. She did... He was in jail. Acquitted. Acquitted. Okay. He's out. Now, this is only where it gets weird because... It was a quick case. Yeah. This woman, August... This is... Now, we went from... May to June. May to June. Now, June to August. Okay. Same year. Elmira Street. This is where it gets weird because it's not an Italian grocer. Oh, okay. It's a 28-year-old woman who's eight months pregnant. Maybe a copycat? Maybe. That's why... I asked you the question to begin with. Was mm -hmm. it one man or was it multiple Ax people? Ax-men. Yes. Well, you can't say men anymore. Ax-person. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> this 28-year-old woman, eight months pregnant, she awoke to see a dark figure standing over her and was bashed in the face repeatedly. Shortly after midnight, her husband comes home from work he finds her, her scalp was cut open, and her face was completely covered in blood. Now, let me tell you. What? What, what? a freaking horror scene. Wow. Find your eight-month pregnant wife. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She survived the attack and gave birth to a healthy baby two days later. Wait, she has no face? Did she have survived the attack? The faceless pregnancy, yes. Wow. No, she has a face. No, you said she, like, bashed her face in. Her scalp was cut open. Her well, scalp? yeah, we don't know how bad her face was. They didn't oh. have photography back then was god awful yeah, if they even took pictures uh one man was arrested on suspicion yeah but he was released oh my god you find you you oh. following the <laughs> yeah what are they doing do they have any surveillance so by this time the smarty smarty investigators say oh maybe this was related to the pre the previous two attacks the same thing there was an axe bash face you know so it's it's just so it's very squirrely it, this one could not it may not be it may not it may have okay. not been because it was it wasn't an italian grocer it was a woman who was attacked but it was attacked in the same style there's a guy in the 1918s 19s walking around pissed off at italian grocers and you can't say, as a policeman, you can't just be like, hey, he's now going to attack eight-month-old right. pregnant woman. No, yeah. But he, that's, he flipped, okay. he flipped okay. it a little. Okay. Okay. But the, the crazy thing is, is he was doesn't she, walk around with any weapons. Was she beaten by he, the axe? Yes. Oh, okay. You didn't give me that. So, 
that's wow, the, that's, that's the, the link. That's the deal is. But have they told everybody had, in the press? It was there. This is what's happening. No, I don't know that. That we don't have anything in the, you know, breaking, breaking bulletin. You know, right, we don't right. have that. You know the media these days. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You know, it? the media back them days was something else too. Right. So, five days later. So th- this is why it's weird that it wasn't a grocery. Now, five days later, the Italian grocer. Oh, he's pissed because somebody else took his fucking thunder. Maybe so. Yeah. That's, well, look, that's why I told you. This guy lives with his two nieces. So they're all sleeping. The two nieces heard noises. So they go in. They enter his room. They see that their uncle has been hit in the head. And they saw the guy fleeing. So hit in the head with an axe. The guy who was hit in the head, it was his axe. It was not the axe man's axe. Same. See the story? Yes, yeah. Even though he was seriously injured, beaten the head, he was still walked. He went to walk to the ambulance after the fact. So he went and got his own treatment. Okay. Which is why. Beaten the head with an axe. Yeah. Which is why. Our axe is not as powerful as I think they are. No, we need to get back to that men out there. Get beaten the freaking head. And go walk to your freaking ambulance. Nowadays, all you little pansies. And, <laughs> I got beat in the head. You're going to put it on Facebook. Jesus. Wait, wait, wait. Put this get... live. Put this live. Put this live. Yeah. Hashtag Jussie. Anyway, so. <laughs> That's not going to make it. He faked it. He did fake it. It is a complete. Yeah, but he faked being attacked. Did he not? <laughs> I don't think anybody likes Jussie. Hashtag Jussie. You're right. <laughs> Everybody hates that guy right now. We're leaving it in. Yeah, we're leaving it in. I'm just... So, the girls were were able to provide... His two nieces were able to provide a brief description. And they described him as a dark, heavy-set man who wore a dark suit and a slouched hat. Now, this is where it gets kind of racist. Not not from our stint, from the story. Because they said that the axe man used a chisel to chisel out door like a door frame parts of a door very yeah. small and yeah, get yeah. in I so think anybody could do that today so right? a heavy set man it doesn't seem right to chisel out a doorway and he would be athletic enough to get through a hey man you know how fat can bend you know some limber fat people uh, i guess don't so. act like you ain't seen a belly that got over a chair in a restaurant that you didn't think it was going to get over that chair but he made it through yeah i mean there were pictures of rob ryan in restaurants all the time i don't know how the hell he got around here very small and italian joints yeah. Yeah. Italian joints. All right. I rest my case. So Axe he man was, was Rob Ryan. That's he was, it. He was in Italian joints, eating all their pasta. Somebody stole his lady. Exactly. All right. So, that's my theory. That was it for the murders in 1918. Okay. So, so give me back. We got one in uh, May, one in June. We got Uptown. Uh-huh. We got Treme. Okay. And the third one, we don't really, the third and fourth one, we really, they don't have a description of where it was at. We just know it was the city of New Orleans. I mean, okay. All right, I'm right. assuming different neighborhoods because he wouldn't just. But the city of New Orleans pretty it goes over River Algiers and Gretna back then too. Right. Yes. Okay. okay. Oh yeah. Okay. So, end of 1918, the city's going crazy. They're all like, "Who's out there murdering people?" Oh, no shit. Who's the Citizen, Axe Man? Yeah, they're notifying police, saying, "I think I saw someone who looks like the Axe Man." They're finding axes and chisels in backyards with doors and windows that appear to be tampered with, like. He could have almost been a, killed them, but he... He almost could have killed them. It could have been somebody screwing with their neighbors. You oh, never know, you know? Gosh. So people started carrying loaded shotguns and, like, around the city. And families started taking rotations. Like, it's, back in the old days, when there was war going on, and you had a battle the next day, like, the guy Paul in the Revere lookout... Was yeah, there. yeah. They had lookouts for their own freaking families outside the house. I'm, I assume they sat on the front porch yeah. or whatever. On and the they hill took, of they, top of something. They yeah. took turns. They, oh, your shift is from this time to this time. When I wake up, you know, you can It was the neighborhood watch to That's the nth degree. <laughs> Thank you, Millie, for that neighborhood watch. <laughs> All right? Anyway, and this is probably the first report, first ever reported drag queen. So, one report alleged that the Axeman was masquerading around as a woman. Interesting. 
Which is why we have the drag brunch at the country club. Yeah. yeah. Every Sunday now. No, it's not why we have it, but interesting. <laughs> I think that I'm just kidding. If if you dressed up as a woman, people would probably more likely be inclined to trust you with whatever you were doing. If you were coming to me in my backyard, yeah, yeah I'll trust you. And then my favorite observation, probably by a police officer. <laughs> he had been seen leaping over a back fence. Seen leaping over a back That's fence? That's it. No, he was seen leaping over a fence. So the guy's, his, his story was, I think I saw the Axeman leaping over a fence. Oh my gosh! He's leaping. That's it. No, that's leaping. the only. That's the only he thing. He didn't follow. He gave the police. He that, didn't follow. No, he just said that. It's I a th- police. No, I'm police saying police officer. No, I think that he. That's what he told the police. Oh, that's what I saw. I think I saw him leaping over my fence. That's it. No, a fence, not his fence. You, you know how many fences you <laughs> leaped over in your life that Absolutely. you weren't supposed to? Yeah, a lot wow. of parties. Wow. Leaped over a back fence to get away. I leaped over many offenses. <laughs> Fast forward. This is seven months later. We are in the year 1919. Everybody is paranoid. Paranoid, hashtag Black Sabbath. They are just going crazy. It's March 10th. 1919. 1919. Guess who was attacked by the Axeman? A... Guess what he did for a living? A politician. No. An Italian grocer. Oh, he's got it. This guy, his wife... And the two-year-old daughter in Gretna. So now he has crossed the mighty, mighty Mississippi. Okay? I'm assuming by ferry. Because the bridge was not there back then. Unless he swam because he's a badass. He might have been. Might have been. Yeah. So, he's in Gretna. Hold on one second. He's in Gretna? No, no, no. So, he's in Gretna. And they heard screams early morning. Of course, his neighbor, who was an Italian grocer, has <laughs> a lot of things going on. He rushed across the street. So he heard screams from his neighbor. This other Italian grocer runs across the street like, I'm going to go help my neighbor out. I'm already thinking that's not true. So. There he found the guy, his wife, and the two-year-old daughter beaten. And the two-year-old daughter? Yeah. So wow. the axe man is an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. So when the wife came to after she was beaten, she found the husband struggling with the guy. Okay? And the guy was wielding an axe. The husband, the guy with the axe, the axe man, quote unquote, threw the husband to the floor and he looked at her and she was holding the daughter. Okay? Axe man smacked them both daughter and wife so what's crazy is though the axe man just beat people with the back of the axe you know what i mean like he bash you can't bash a face in with the front of an axe you're gonna chop their freaking face off so this guy was looking i don't even know if he was that sadistic to like he wanted to watch people die he wanted to deform them yeah so now it's only the husband that's alive or it's the husband and the wife well so the wife gets knocked again. She's holding the daughter. She is in the doorway with the deceased daughter. People, the paramedics show up. Or, and once she gets back full consciousness, she blames the attack on the neighbor grocer. Why wouldn't she? Why would she not? We have, now we have a link. I now know. we have a good-ass link. Why would an Italian grocer want to get rid of other Italian grocers? Give it to me, NOPD. Yeah. They got to lock this up now, right? They lock it up. Absolutely not. Ugh. So, she said that those two did it. And even though there was a chiseled out part in the back door and the old man was too fat to fit through it, the police still arrested the two. So, they, they sentenced to him. They yeah, sent it, brought in the crimes. They said... Based on what she said, what her recollection was, you are sentenced to life in prison, and the son was sentenced to hang. Okay? Whoa! 18-year-old. Wow. So, 
This is how the 18-year-old got hanged and the 69-year-old did? Well, they were sentenced. Okay, okay. All right. So, the man who was attacked, he denied his wife's claims. Because, right. because he's the one who fought with the freaking axe guy. Right, he knows his neighbors. He knows who the... He's like, this wasn't fat old... Boy over there who was smoking a cigar. Italiano Babalo. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Eating a cabacola every yeah. two hours, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. So. So he says, my wife was not right of mind. This were not right. the people. So there's. The plot thickens, yeah. man. Gosh. So they had I a. Tr- we had them. So they had a, the, at that trial. They had the sentence. After the trial, the guy divorced his wife because he couldn't deal with it anymore. He's like, you lied. You know, you need to. I don't want to be with you anymore. And after a year later, it sounds this right. woman came out and reversed her claim oh, because we a, thought we solved it. Yeah, she this did. This is it. the worst CSI case ever. She did it out of jealousy and spite. Now we don't know if like the guy across the street's grocery was making more money. Right. I'm assume I don't know. So as soon as she reversed her claim Mm -hmm. they were released from jail so none of them died right so again now that her claim was tossed out there's a guy run amok in the city and the city goes crazy going oh the guy's still out there so here's the quick question before we get to the letter and the break yeah there's a why would there's a letter there's a letter who wrote the letter the axe man no, the actual, there's an actual axe man. Well, we don't know. But someone wrote a letter and sent it into yeah. something? Back then, I could have wrote a letter as the axe man and sent it to the Times, pick your nose, and <laughs> they would have been like, oh, we have him, let's post it. Let's print it in the opinion section. We don't care if it's fake news. All right, so let's get, let's well, get to it. Before we get to that. Okay. Here's questions you should ask yourself. Or and you can answer ask. them at the You can ask it. Ask yourself. Why was the Gretna authorities so quick to pin it on the neighbors without any evidence? Just based on the wife's claims, why did they choose it that quick? Because you have a you have a witness. And the New Orleans police chief who was like, nah, it couldn't have been them. Why did they ignore the advice? So the New Orleans police chief was like, let me give you some advice. It ain't the neighbors across the street. It ain't two guys doing it. So you need to listen to me. And the Gretna was like, no, I don't care. We're going to charge. Because they hadn't found the real guy yet. So, all right. that being said, let's go to break. Yeah. Hey, Noth, have you ever thought to yourself, hey, I need more cuts on my body? Well, do I have the product for you? Why spend 100 cents on a clean shave when you could spend 5 cents to nick the shit out of yourself? Accidental cuts, boring. Deep cuts, glorious. So, for the men out there, remember, chicks dig scars. And for the women, well, men will have sex with you regardless. So, if you want to gash up that beautiful, wonderful frame of yours, remember the slogan, bleed out in ditches or go get stitches. Try Nickel Trim Society today. It just makes sense. Back to the podcast. After that gruesome attack in Gretna, Louisiana, Axeman, well, we don't know when he sent it. Axeman sent a letter to the Times Pick Your Nose. And they published it. Do we on, know if it's the the? We, we don't know, but Ugh. March 13th, 1919. Okay. Read it to me. The letter states, Hell, March 13th, 1919. Esteemed mortals of New Orleans, they've never caught me and they never will. They've never seen me for I'm invisible. Even as the ether that surrounds your earth, I am not a human being but a spirit and a demon from the hottest hell. I am what you Orleanians and your foolish police call the Axeman. When I see fit, I shall come and claim other victims. I alone know whom they shall be. I shall leave no clue except my bloody axe, be smeared with blood and brains of he who I have sent below to keep me company. If you wish, you may tell the police to be careful not to rile me. Of course, I am a reasonable spirit. 
I take no offense at the way they have conducted their investigation in the past. Of course, because they're shitty. In fact, they have been so utterly stupid as to not only amuse me, said it, but his satanic majesty, Francis Yosef, I don't know who that is. <laughs> is that a name for the devil? No, it might be. Uh, but Beelzebub. Tell them to beware. Let them tr not try to discover what I am, for it were better that they were never born than to incur the wrath of the axeman. I don't think there's any need of such a warning, for I feel sure the police will always dodge me as they have in the past. Hashtag collusion. They are wise to know how to keep away from all harm. Undoubtedly, you, New Orle you Orleanians think of me as the most horrible murderer, which I am, but I could be much worse if I wanted to. If I wished, I could pay a visit to your city every night. At will, I could slay thousands of your best citizens and the worst, for I am in close relationship with the angel of death. Now, to whoa. Be, whoa, whoa. Now, to be exact, at 12.15 a.m. Whoa, I love this. On next Tuesday night, which is March 19th. He's giving us a date. I am going to pass over New Orleans. Wow. In my infinite mercy, I'm going to make a little proposition to you He's people. biblical. Here it is. I am very fond of jazz music. And I swear by all the devils in the nether regions... That's kind of nasty. <laughs> that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned, 12.15 a.m. Yeah. If everyone has a jazz band going, well, then so much the better for you people. One thing is certain, and that is some of your people who do not jazz it out. This sounds like 2019. It does. Who not jazz it out on that specific Tuesday night will get the axe. Well, as I am cold and crave the warmth of my native Tartarus and is about time I leave your earthly home, I will cease my discourse. Hoping that thou wilt publish this, that it may go well with thee, I have been, am, and will be the worst spirit that ever existed either in fact or realm of fancy. The X. That dude knows how to create a stir, for sure. So he hated Italian uh, grocers, and he liked jazz music. Liked jazz music. And he liked jazz musicians to be paid. And the only reason it seems kind of weird is because he didn't call out Italian grocers in his letter. He said, everybody, I can kill yeah. whoever I want to, which kind of makes sense because he went after that pregnant woman. But kind of weird, too. That's so, fucked up. That's fucked up. That Tuesday, March 19th. Okay, give it to me. New Orleans was more lively than ever. I, if you had a record, yeah, if yeah. You had, if you had a record player that some bitch was Bam. on, if you had a can we keep going? You tell me what happened. If you had a piano, you were banging away at the keys. Or if you were rich enough to have a jazz band, which is probably the rich people in New Orleans were like, we're having a friggin' party. <laughs> and if you said, you know what? I don't have enough money for a band, but I'm not poor enough to sit my ass at my house playing a record on the... Not at all. Why not? What? You I'm going to go somewhere. to a jazz club. Yeah. They said the club's... Standing room only. Oh, no shit. The biggest night. Everybody was like. Biggest night of jazz in history. Wow. And guess what? You, nobody got, nobody got murked, Nobody right? died. So to me, one of the biggest mine Fs in history. Minus Mitch Landrieu. But <laughs> for this case, he completely just. Took the city by storm. Everybody did. He had everybody at his, at his disposal. No doubt. I mean, that's nuts to me. Some, like, one article in a newspaper, which everybody read back then. Yeah. Just completely stunned everyone. Is like, I don't care what's going on. Next Tuesday night, we're doing something. You and I don't me care if you're. Right. Line dance, square dance, polka dance. Georgie's playing the piano, yeah. but he's only had two weeks of lessons. I don't care. 
Like, that's all you have to scream out of your window over and over and over. Right. So. No one dies. No one dies. On that day. What was it again? March 19th. So, fast forward seven months later. There were four more attacks. No one. Well, there were three more attacks. No one was murdered. The fourth attack, a guy named... I won't say for the sake of this podcast, yeah, but just call him Mike Pepperoni. Okay, Mike Pepperoni, Mr. Pepperoni. October 27, 1919. <laughs> Tell me he's Italian. He, oh, absolutely. Okay. His wife was awakened by a noise. An axe-wielding man was leaving the scene. He'd been struck in the head and was covered in his own blood. Blood splatter covered the majority of the room, including a painting of the Virgin Mary, which they had on the wall. Why would he splatter blood well, it was on, from the, on the, the most sacred thing? It was from the axe. You can't t- Blood splatter was everywhere. Haven't you watched Investigation Discovery? <laughs> so, she was unable to describe any characteristics of the killer, and that was the last alleged murder of the axe man. Why are we not looking at terrorists that don't like Italian-Americans? I don't know. Look. There's obviously some copycats. There's one or two copycats in there. But there are people who do not like Italian-Americans right. actually surviving and thriving in America. I'm one of them. So, <laughs> yeah. Puckered up right now. <laughs> you so, were worried about the action, anyway. right? <laughs> right. What? What did Miss Cliff say? Miss Biff said something about Terranovas, which is right down the street. They're one of the suspects, I think, because they're still thriving. They are still thriving. I'm just kidding. No, they're really good people. I'm joking. Good thing they weren't attacked by their own people. She does carry an axe. Uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> Badass is back in the day. This is your first um, instance. I love doing first instances. Of This is before the internet. This is your first Keyboard warriors, if you would say. We'll just call them... Troll. We'll call them feather pen warriors back in the day. Wasn't that 1919? <laughs> Did they have... Uh... Feather. They have... <laughs> yeah. Some dudes who were so, yeah, I'm so macho. They sent editorials to the Times Pick Your Nose daring the Axeman to visit their homes. What an idiot. And one promised, I'm going to leave the window open for you. But that's not his thing. He breaks open the door so he can squeeze so, in. So, I'm going to say come to my house, but guess what? I'm not going to give you the address. Jeez. I mean, come on. You know. So, in conclusion, here we go. He doesn't like Italian. Yeah, he does. <laughs> As stated previously. Or she. I don't even know. We don't know. She might not like so we Italians. So, can, we can talk about conclusions. after. So, a lot of people were questioned. Okay. Nobody was... The police were not able to make an arrest. Of course. And some speculated that this guy named Joseph Momfrey, I, I'll say his name, that's it. You he haven't was, said any names I to date because you're worried about what? You are actually. I just kinda, don't want to offend you're people. You're kind of like uh, weird about this no, because it's back in 1919, you could say someone's name who's been right, but murked, but you right. don't want to say this because of why? Tell me. Because he's still out there. So, hey. If uh, Major Count over there, Saint Germain can yeah. can use his elixirs, who say he didn't meet up with the Axe Man, and gave him the elixir of life to still be alive today, without a doubt. You could be freaking Jock for all I know. I, you I, could be the Axe yeah, Man. Yeah, it could be. I, except, except bringing for that over you, here. And, except for that, you saw me in elementary school and knew how. I don't know I what's was. in your bag over there. <laughs> so, anyway. They expected that, the, so this guy named was Joseph Monfrey, and the only reason they suspected him as the murderer, because the last known guy to be killed, his widow killed Joseph Monfrey in Los Angeles. So it's kind of like she went and tracked him down, Ooh. said, you killed my husband. I've got six children. We had a life together. I'm coming after you and That's smoked like him. episode, but, season two episode. Right. Yeah, we gotta find out about her. We need, we do. So, nothing exists in Los Angeles police records of a murder of a Joseph Mumphrey. That's why it's all speculative. We don't know. How to throw that bitch in the ocean? 
So, the Axeman disappeared. No fingerprints, no suspects. There was one description of the killer. And what was it? He had a big and belly? The, and the case was never solved. The only description is that he has a big belly? He had a big belly and a dark complexion. That's and, like... uh, and he was wheeled in a hat. If they didn't say if they didn't say big belly, I would say it was Gary Clark Jr. because I love that dude. He's a great jazz musician. He's so you think awesome. it was a jazz musician? No, I don't think it was a jazz musician. Who hates Italians and plays a trumpet? No, he didn't say it was a trumpet. What was it? It could have been a sexy sax man. I think for one that so they do have stories that it is it may be ties to the mafia. If you get it, Italian grocers, mafias, somebody could have paid him off to take out grocers so other grocers could get ahead, or just they were not cooperating with the, you know, the mafia had a big deal back in the day where, you know, you wanted, they wanted a percentage of what you were making. Of it course, was their neighborhood. they can be your protection. So, yeah. if you didn't accept it, bada bang, bada what boom. If, what if the ex man was a vigilante? He was just a Wait, grocer trying he, to make he, he his had way. Sex with a lot of women? <laughs> no, that's not at all. That's, he was the, the vigilante. Dare, <laughs> the, the daredevil, vigilante. No, that's the deal. Is they don't have. You would think that. You would think that a hundred years ago they find all this crap of. They have all these cold cases. Where? Why is there not an axe? Why was there not an axe saved? To where they could use it today and try to pin it on somebody. You're still talking about New Orleans. I know. Yeah. So, I think I'm answering your question as you ask it. And I, and I love that the guys were every time the the everybody was like, oh, you didn't do it, go back. Like, yeah. It wasn't like a okay, we're gonna, we're probably the gonna investigations surveil, were not good. Surveil all of you. Yeah. Uh, and then make this arrest as as should be. You really want to go find out a lot more than we're spitting at you right now. <laughs> There's a book out with the Axeman. Probably has a lot more information. No, it's probably way more boring. Yeah, it's way more boring. Obviously. As all of the podcasts that have ever talked about the Axeman yeah. have always been. If you listen to a New Orleans podcast, it's probably way more boring. Than we're better. We're better. Is giving you. It really. Look, I'm the. We're the best there is, plain and simple. We'll give it. What's your theory, Cliff? I think it was more than one person. Or, what if the Axeman was one guy? Axeman got pissed that a copycat kill was trying to kill the eight-month pregnant woman. Axeman killed one of the alleged Axeman after that. Ooh. So he is like a, a murderer of murder. He's like, I know who you are. I'm going to come after you. What if he was like a good murderer? Can you or, be, be the yeah, you can be a good murderer. This yeah. is, yeah, this is, well, that's the case. Or I would bet a lot of Dexters were around back then. Like, I'm tired of people killing my people. I'm going to kill this person killing my people. What if he knew the people he murdered? And what if he was like, man, so-and-so is coming on to me. You know, from my from my whereabouts at night, I gotta take him out regardless. Now, the only thing that doesn't explain that is I would feel killing that. the two year old daughter. Yeah, the two year old daughter. That's the only thing that's inexplicable in this. Everybody else was an adult, which I don't even care. I hate that. Again, I hate that comparison. It's like, well, why are you killing the children? Well, why are you killing adults? Yeah, why are you killing anybody? You can. You shouldn't kill anybody. Like that was the, like, oh, leave like the, the leave the children one? out of it. The first Leave one everybody of, out of it. The first one of Commandments. The first one of Hammurabi's Code. The first one of, uh, you know, Allah's Code. It's probably not to kill anybody, right? I thought it was, thou shall not wear Jacques straps. <laughs> thou shall not kill, all right? <laughs> I do like the the jazz, the yaz aspect of this story because... Which wasn't even this, brought in at all. I this, mean, I'm sorry about no, that. No, you did at the end because this dude was like, hey, you be playing jazz up in your house, I'm going to ax you in the face. Yeah, well, another theory. What if he followed these people and was like, they hate jazz. I'm going to kill them because they hate jazz music. I heard them. They were listening to this 
swing dance bullcrap that's coming out now. And they just... What if he was the Don King of promoters of New Orleans jazz music? Yeah, it was like, I got to get rid of people yeah. who don't like it. We don't like people who don't like us. No, but he's he's like the most perfect like prom, promotion guy, you know? You want people But then you got to thirst gotta for it. Put butts in the seats. Right. But you have to lie and say that if you don't come dancing, you're going to get axed in the face. That was a Don King-esque letter was, that was written. There's one thing for sure that if there was a statue of the Axe Man, Mitch would leave it up for sure. There's no background on the X-Men. There is not. There's not any background on the X-Men. All right. This has been the greatest. I think it's been fantastic. X-Men has been it. everywhere. I enjoyed it. It was uh, it was fun researching. I'm sure I missed a ton of stuff. Miriam Davis, you were the author of the X-Men book. Please don't hate me. But I'd like to talk to you to learn more, though. Ooh, if, you, if you want to listen. If, yeah. you, if you're listening... Miriam, contact us, please. Yeah. Brackish Podcast at gmail.com. We also have the Brackish Podcast, or at the Brackish Podcast on Instagram. The Brackish Podcast Facebook page. And we are on Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yes. Apple Podcasts. And we're looking to get on more platforms. I'm, we're, I think we can be on YouTube. We could tube it. We should probably tube it. Because that's where the you know the, the folks are these days. Yeah. That's where Logan Paul is and all these weirdos who make a ton of freaking money. If you guys follow them, we're kind of cool like them. So that's cool. All right. This has been the greatest. The Brackishesses. So far. So far. Yeah. Yeah. We, we shouldn't stop that from happening. Uh, Mrs. Biffington, would you like to say something before we go? She shakes her head no. This was uh, Trace Episodos. Hey. I don't know if that's the third episode in Spanish or not, but I was just trying to get a bigger audience. <laughs> I'll ask my Hispanic friends. <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye.